Hi guys, in this week's episode of 100 Things, we'll be looking at Richards, Mazzello, Wong, Ferrero, Ambra, Goldblum, Dern and Neil. Yep, you guessed it, tonight we're taking a trip to Jurassic Park. Hello everybody and welcome to 100 Things We Learned From Film. Uh, I'm Mark. Hey guys and I'm John. And today we have uh, a couple of very, very special guests. Uh, we have got uh, Sophie and Paul from SP Film Viewers who are another podcast. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> thank you so much for having us on. No, thank you oh, for coming on. How are you today? Oh, we're good, aren't we? Yeah, very well, thank you. Fantastic. Um, How are you I, guys? It. Yeah, we're, we're muddling through. John, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know whether I'm on lockdown or off lockdown, or I'm meant to be blinking or exhaling or looking out windows. <laughs> I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. <laughs> I'm just oh, making up as the government go along. <laughs> just stay indoors. That's the safest bet to yeah, do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wear a mask indoors as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lock your door, pull out your shotgun, and avoid all the zombies. That's uh, it. Get the helicopter ready. Get in the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper, especially uh, if he's got an arm off, uh, which would uh, which would help. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, Sophie and Paul, you you've you've got a, a film podcast, which which I'm certainly a, a, a big fan of. I really do enjoy uh, keeping up with your, uh, your your episodes. Although I'm working through the back catalogue at the moment. Uh, there's a few there that I haven't seen yet, so I, uh, I you, you you can tend to be a little bit spoilery. Uh, so I'm not uh, uh, I've 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 not got to all of them yet. But but what <laughs> what reason did you have for creating a, a, a film podcast? A very good one at that. So I know most film podcasts are just about the fact of you know just going straight home with the, the, the people who had both seen the film at the same time and just giving their thoughts and opinions, just the bog standard review of it whereas our spin of it I feel is good because of the fact that I've seen quite a fair few films where Sophie hasn't seen quite as many as I have and some of them are like the classics and or some obscure ones that I think she might get a good reaction from uh, finding funny or amusing or she might be shocked by them oh you just put me through it with a load of films that you know I'm gonna hate and um, I think <laughs> which makes kind of good for good content really so that's really the inspiring but we, we we do watch a lot of films anyway, and I thought oh, it would be mm. good to just document them and then just you know have them there, and then we've got something for everybody to enjoy, really. Yeah, and see my weird opinions about what I think of certain films that I like. For example, um, Phone Home Guy, I forgot his name now. I'm going to call him E.T. Oh, E.T. E.T. <laughs> <laughs> e. e. yeah. And my response well, on that, guy. I'm probably breaking everything apart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with... Paul on this because uh, as a child I was also freaked out by E.T. Um, yeah, I was very much so. Uh, but, but not freaked out by Wally uh, and, and I know you said that you preferred Wally to E.T. which which I thought was was a real hot take. I loved that. I was well into that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I definitely put a spin on things because I'm just I don't really have not watched a lot of the old sort of films. You really have brought that out in me. Yeah, you didn't used to watch any like black and white ones or like, oh, no. title things. No. But now you've kind of grown, grown to, to, to like them, quite, which I'm, yeah, quite, I'm quite happy about. Actually, kicking and screaming a little bit, possibly. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is what's 
helped massively with this is kind of having a bit of a spin on my view as well as trying to bring out the new kind of culture that I'm learning because actually to be fair I've only watched normally group of the household with three other women so there was my mum and my sister just chick flicks constantly we didn't really have a different genre did we I wouldn't know. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't like anything actually, oh, glory. You're still sitting watching Practical Magic? I was in the household <laughs> like that as well. My, I had three sisters who watched the same stuff all the time and I was sick of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Channel 4. <laughs> um, so, yes, again, thanks for thanks for joining us. We're, we're going to talk today about a film that I know is close to John's heart. I know it's close to mine. Um, and I would assume at some point, has become very close to yours as well. Um, oh, very, very much so with mine. Um, I've loved it ever since I've had it on VHS back in 94, I think it will have been. You've been a little yeah. boy. Yeah, a little, little boy with big, dinosaur massive fan of dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's... What what little boy doesn't love uh, dinosaur? And what what forty year old man <laughs> did didn't enjoy watching this again? Uh, which I certainly, certainly did. Um, so Sophie, what about you? When did you first see this? <laughs> You're going to so laugh at this. So um, I think it was probably maybe two years into our relationship that I saw this with Paul. Um, so it have been in like its two thousands that I probably have seen this two thousand and maybe. 17 or something like that I know that sounds really really late in the time to watch it and I think it was around Christmas wasn't it one of those kind of good Christmas fillers where you can just kind of put it on and sit Mm -hmm. in front of the couch so Mm -hmm. first should I say (laughs) (laughs) so I don't really think I loved it as much but I loved it more because of how Paul's face was like that inner kid was just coming out of you and your eyes were beaming there's so many good things that's nice I think it was well, been not yeah yeah last was thirtieth birthday the last last year. Um, <laughs> we went to see it in like an open theatre, open screening in uh, Leeds last last summer, and that was a great experience. Even though it was chucking it down, yeah. so you think, oh, summertime is going to be lovely sitting outside. There's going to be a live orchestra and everything like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there was a live orchestra playing the John Williams score. That oh, that'd have been cool. Uh, that'd have been good. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing also was the fact, almost almost on cue when it was coming to the thing with the Tyrannosaurus paddock and it started to rain. It started raining in real life. So it was always like being in that scenario. Practical effects. With, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very practical effects, yeah. Brilliant. It was amazing, really, for that experience. Yeah. I thought you weren't going to embrace it because it's like your thirtieth birthday, sitting outside in the dark, in the rain. Torrential rain. rain yeah. <laughs> did did yeah, they did they make memory, it a little bit more authentic by putting a goat out in the rain as well <laughs> for the T Rex? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't see no goat. No. <laughs> oh, disappointing. Um, no. So, j- just out of interest, of it, did you see this? Was this the first Jurassic? Park slash world movie you'd you'd seen? Um, yeah, I'd say it would have been, weren't it? Well, you've seen. Well, I think you've seen Lost World once. Um, you've seen you've seen Jurassic World. Yeah, but they all kind of. I'm going to be fair. They all don't look at me like that. Don't look disappointed at me. They're just <laughs> a bit muddling together. Apart from when you've got 
Chris Pratt, is it? Yeah, that's Now, now I'm intrigued world. then, because yeah. he's quite dishy, isn't he? So I, I'm glad I can remember them. Look at him, he's so upset with me. Jesus. <laughs> I can remember them a lot more. It's way to that level, has it? More modern, yeah. To be fair, Chris Pratt is my man crush, and Krusty keeps slagging me about it, but hey, what can you do? It's Star-Lord, isn't it? That's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't blame you whatsoever. <laughs> so... 1993, I saw this one. Uh, in fact, we were saying just beforehand, John, you saw this at the Odeon in Glasgow. Yeah. I saw this at the Odeon in, in, in Bradford. Um, big, uh, big, big memories, absolutely big memories. I've spoiled the whole thing by reading and looking at everything that I could. This is all pre-internet, of course. Um, so I knew every single beat of the movie, and still it gave me absolute goosebumps as a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, it was it was something else. It was it was something to behold. Yeah, I, yeah, it, I think I, if I'd seen it on release, I would have really embraced it even more. If I'd seen it, obviously I was like maybe what eight or ten years old, maybe I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I wish I could have seen it for the very first time in when it on actual release. That would have been amazing. But still, I love it to argue. this day and everything. So it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whilst it is a film for 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 kids. It's not a film for kids, you know. Yeah, it's some bits very, that. yeah it, 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 it is bloody. gruesome. Yeah. Um, there are deaths. There are plenty of deaths. I, if I was watching my little eight-year-old self, I don't think I'd have been best impressed with that. To be fair, I was very, very squeamish. I was, I, I would have not, I would have not liked this film whatsoever. <laughs> but watching it as an adult and kind of, I think it helped me a little bit. I don't know if it's just because my girl side or if it was because I wasn't I didn't really like anything yeah. bloody or anything like that or gory you're just kind of bringing me out into that aren't you but I can see from a boy appeal this being a massive love for this film yeah well luckily I was desensitized because I'd been watching zombie movies and Jaws and stuff like that before thanks to my grand so I just the lawyer scene just didn't get <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he was a lawyer, so you know exactly. <laughs> was a freaking lawyer. <laughs> um, so we're talking about 1993's Jurassic Park. I know we've kind of mentioned it a couple of times there, but I didn't actually preempt what we were watching. Um, 1993's Jurassic Park, John. 1993 was it a year? It, it was a brilliant year, um, and I will tell you for why because there's some cracking things come out in 1983. So the firm. Uh, Pelican Brief wasn't really a fan. Sliver, eh? Can't be a oh, Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cannot be a bad Sharon Stone. Um, and Decent Proposal, Last Action Hero, uh, and Hot Shots. Jesus, there's loads. There's actually one that really threw me. I, I loved a film called Nikita. I don't know if anybody remembers it. It had Bridget, jo- uh, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Bridget Fonda. Very different. I that one. Um, <laughs> but Bridget Fonda, do you remember it at all? I do, yeah. Um, it was based on the French film La Femme Nikita. The very one, yeah. But for some reason in America, they called it Point of No Return. Oh. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Uh, it totally threw me, but it's definitely Nikita because it's definitely got her with her, her, her gun that she used. But yeah, they're calling it Point of No Return, which is strange. That, that's like Leon. They call they call him Leon the Professional in America. Like, well, we know he's a professional because he tells us right at the very beginning. And no bullets slide off that boy. Bullets slide <laughs> off that guy. <laughs> what a fun. Um, but- 
yeah, what what a year that! What an absolute yeah, it was year that. Damn, damn good. A lot, I seem it? to remember it was also the year of the Beverly Hillbillies, uh, <laughs> 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 which, which is not a great film, but it was also another film that I saw in the Odeon in Bradford. Uh, <laughs> There's a, um, I think, uh, well, preface with a, a fact of that will go straight in with this: the fact that um, Steve, Steven Spielberg also released Schindler's List in 1993, I believe, as well. Ooh, while right. he was working on Jurassic Park. Or straight, straight in with the facts. Straight wow. in with the facts. Yeah, the, the, guest, the guest's putting us to shame again, eh, John? I feel bad. That is a fact. It's definitely one of the things we've learned. Um, I, I, I didn't realise that. We watched Schindler's List at, at school. It was my last year, and we'd done the Second World War in uh, Weimar, Germany at school. and. Um, just it's just come out on video, I think maybe like a month or two before we finished school, and they put it on. Uh, and I spent the last kind of month or so of school being remembered as the kid that cried at um, Schindler's List, <laughs> being mocked for being the kid that cried at Schindler's List. Which now, tw- twenty-five years on, I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm, I actually think if that's my re- if that's my legacy from school, that's not bad. You take it. You that's take it. That, that, that's that's a that's a legacy that's aged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, yeah, George Lucas helped finish it while he worked on Schindler's List in Poland and had to do it through mm-hmm. video conference and apparently lost a lot of enthusiasm because of it and says it was one of the worst times in his career because he had to try and finish do do two of them at the same time. I've I've marked that down, John. But I I had just for a moment assumed you meant George Lucas had finished Schindler's List. <laughs> no, no, he finished that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that'd have been a totally different film. <laughs> Miss, I cannot save anymore. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. <laughs> Charger's list. Oh my goodness! Right. Anyway, let's move very quickly on from that. Or, or the Order sixty six in that movie would be extremely differently. Anyway, moving on uh, from that. Um, so Jurassic Park is um, it's based on an island uh, called Island Nublar, um, which is we find out is off the coast of Costa Rica. Um, there's these construction workers that that look quite blatantly. This is the worst looking bit on the on the film, I think. Quite blatantly on the soundstage, uh, they've got like a, a large cargo container um, and this kind of like like shouting and grunting from inside that. And as they're as 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 they're doing that, there's a guy uh, we we will we will know as Robert Muldoon coming up, who has very short shorts, extremely short shorts. The gusset of these shorts. <laughs> wow! Divide and conquer. <laughs> yeah, well, like the song. Who wears short shorts? Uh, and the and the uh, the the, the 1970, uh, 1974 World Cup. Um, the the, the the creature it, it's really badly lined up and and the creature manages to to, to knock the uh, the thing from the gate uh, yeah, and a uh, one of the, the the handlers grabs and and, and is is caught by this monster uh, he screams the uh, the line one of the lines that, uh, that, that that myself and my mate Phil use a lot shooter <laughs> which I've always really liked. Um, and it appears that they don't shoot her, or they might. It's not very, very clear uh, what yeah, happens. Yeah, they don't explain it, do they? No. Uh, the, I don't know if 
you know that for for a fact that fact um, that when they when the person on top of the container falls down to the like on the bottom right of the frame, it's the the camera operator's hand that's kind of it's very like a very very small millisecond type thing, but it's actually a cameraman who's catching him as he's falling down off the the container. All right, wow, clock that. No, no I do that. like a, um, I, I do like a kind of a, uh, you know, a behind the scenes thing. We do like a behind the scenes one, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we then go to uh, an amber mine, and the amber mine. There's a, there's a, a, a lawyer. Uh, this is in the Dominican Republic. Uh, lawyer, we, we find out, is called Gennaro. Um, he's there talking to the, the the top guy here, and he says, "Well, look, we need some." sort of sign off we need a proper sign off from people um for this and we, we still don't really know what's going on although the movie's called jurassic park so we have a rough idea um and and the guy Janito, um, <laughs> finds this huge chunk of amber which has got a mosquito inside and it turns out that the mosquito is very important uh, my my fact my information number one is um that's an elephant mosquito uh they didn't suck blood they don't suck blood ergo no dinosaur dna so had they pointed that out then um it wouldn't have it well, basically makes the, the story null and void um but i would assume it's just the biggest <laughs> mosquito you would get, yeah which looks best on the movie if anybody else had that one, which rachel seems to think everybody will have had that one cross it off your list it's one of rachel's no all oh, right, okay. There you go, Mrs. Plank. Thank right. me for um, <laughs> So no. we now move over to the experts. We're at an excavation in Montana. Uh, we meet uh, Dr. Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler. Uh, I had an Alan Grant toy as a kid. That's the one toy that I got from this uh, was an Alan Grant toy. He had a pterodactyl with him, which I thought was funny because there's no pterodactyls in this movie. There yeah. is not. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> there, there wasn't. There was in the book. There was. There was in the third one, but that wouldn't have been until much later on, anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, and they are. They're talking. They're basically digging up a velociraptor. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's nature's most lethal and cunning predator. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, it's also, I believe, completely, almost completely. Um, faked but we'll, we'll we'll kind of come to that velociraptors i believe were very different um so yes. they've got yes. this bit of kit and this bit of kit where they fire a um they fire a shell into the ground and john i don't know what kind of gun this was uh so oh. i didn't do any work into uh <laughs> i've let myself down uh, yeah, the, all down. <laughs> um they use this to kind of shoot a um a, a a blank well in this it's a probe but in reality it would be a a a blank shell and then map the vibrations in the ground um what i did find out um on that one was there's nothing like that exists today let alone existed then so that was whilst it wasn't completely made up in a kit it wasn't a million miles off being absolute fantasy um Apparently, scientists still laugh about that uh, to this day. 
Um, he talks. There's a kid. There's this fat kid uh, who uh, who is, um, you know, kind of like. Well, there's nothing scary about that. Uh, it had feathers. That's not very scary. The sex bit talking on it. That was it. And he says, "Well, hang on a second, because it would just uh, it, they would flank you, so you would be concentrating on the one in front of you, but there'd be two at your side. Again, that will come back, uh, and then it mm-hmm. would." Uh, it would cut your belly and uh, uh, cut across your belly, spilling your intestines. Um, for me, point number three was that's the death of Wu in the book, although it's not here. Uh, the raptors cut his belly and eat his intestines, um, which is very exciting. I remember loving that as a kid. I went out and bought the book as soon as I'd seen the movie. <laughs> okay. Okay, we've got a couple of fact oh, based excellent. on that then. obviously the, the, the fact, yeah the fact obviously the, as you just mentioned about the book um, is based on a novel by Michael Crichton the other ones are um, relating to this is the uh, raptor meaning bird of prey which is it's true and they even got Jack Horner who was a paleontologist cons- consultant to confirm these and, and various other aspects or so mostly most things that, that play out within the film regarding the dinosaurs anyway and that birds are descendants of dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's obviously the flying, I'm guessing. Is that kind of the concept? No, the, of that? the bone structure. Bone structure as well, and not these little tiny arms that yeah. people think are not existing really mm-hmm. for dinosaurs. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they had them on for consulting. They had to consult with the Horner guy because I think the, the little girl that was in it later on says that she was actually helping on the other films because she got really interest, in, interested in paleontology. Clever girl. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, so uh, a helicopter comes in and everyone's upset. Quick, cover up the fossil, cover up the fossil. Uh, and they're furious at this chap turning up. Um, it turns out it's uh, it's a guy called John Hammond, uh, who is, of, of course, an Attenborough. Uh, I, I, we could argue the lesser Attenborough. Days. Well, he's, 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 a, he's a, an Oscar winner, was he not? He won oh, yeah. an Oscar for Gandhi, so he's, he's right up there. Director of Gandhi, that's right. <laughs> Which beat E.T., by the way. That's maybe another fact. So Did they, it really? Yeah, so you've you, you pretty, you pretty much got <laughs> Steven Spielberg directing somebody that beat him to his Oscar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deserved, I would say. Um, yeah. But not just because I hate E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, reminds me of uh, yeah. Reminds me of my fav- one of my favourite jokes. What's ET short for? Extra tasty. Oh. No, it's got little <laughs> legs. Oh, that's terrible! <laughs> <laughs> terrible. No <laughs> laughing at um, So he he turns up and, and goes into the. Um, he says, oh, "I'd like you to in, in, endorse my latest project." Um, yeah, there's unique biological attraction for three years. Yeah, that's it. And they said, no, we won't, you know. And he says, oh, well, I'll fund, I'll fund your dig. Uh, and well, that is a lot of money. No, no, for three more years. And they're like, yes, absolutely. Uh, he opens the champagne. Yeah. yeah. There's a, <laughs> Sorry, did you notice? Yeah, there was this, I mean, I, I did kind of look in, when watching this again for the fifth millionth time, um, <laughs> trying to look for things in the background. And I noticed there was this sign in there, the little caravan thing that they had, and it interestingly said, no animals, it was like on a poster, this was, and it said, no animal released without paperwork completely filled out, 
which is maybe like a like slight nod to the fact that you know the lawyers needing the approval to be like signed off on the the, the dinosaurs that are inevitably oh, really? going to be released by the park so i don't know if that's if there's anything in that at all you know like sometimes they put things in the background to like to, to mean something as directors yeah, tend to do that's a good, it looks like he's desperate to get their approval on it so that's that's probably a good show yeah yeah they, they, they mentioned that they, they, he mentions um that that the lawyer's already got somebody um and we're we're about to meet him dr ian malcolm Along with the lawyer, and Doctor Ian Malcolm is uh, is is a chaos theorist. Uh, he's he's into chaos theory, um, which I'd never heard of until now. And to be honest, until I'd seen the movie as a kid, um, and I don't think I've ever really heard of since. Is that not a band? No. Seen it was in the nineties. <laughs> It's every band in the 90s, John. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but Ian Malcolm, of course, is, is, is expertly played by... Um, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah. Did you hear that uh, Jim Carrey was the frontrunner for the part? Jim oh, Carrey could have played that. that. He was a frontrunner for the part. Somebody stop this T-Rex. That would have been. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jim Carrey. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. um, off the back of that, do you know um, anybody like other casting options that for other people? Did you know oh. like any other pe- people? Oh yeah, there was a few. I think there was Harrison Ford was um, asked to play uh, Doctor Grant, but yeah. refused it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sean Connery was considered for Amber's part, was he not? Hammond. Yeah, <laughs> now, that's all. That's yeah, all. Sean wonderful. Connery was Hammond. Yeah, that's me. I'm done. Um, Rob, Robin Wright. <laughs> It's going to be Ellie Tatler, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's all I've got down now. Uh, really. There was obviously a few options, but um, yeah, those who, ones that stood who out. Was the that played who was the girl that played Wednesday in Adam's Family? Christina Ritchie? Christina Ritchie. Ritchie. Oh, um, yes, that's it. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah so she was up yeah, for the part as Lex. Wow. <laughs> it could have been such a different film, couldn't it? That really good, really good. Yeah. I'd rather have seen. I'd rather have seen Sean yeah. Connery as T Rex. That would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Very much like it. Dragon Heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I honestly didn't didn't know so many of those. I mean, what what I what I do know, um, it, it's worth googling the films that Harrison Ford's turned down. Um, I, I won't go into them now because it's not what we're talking about. But but yeah, people at home, please do go and Google the films that Harrison Ford's turned down. He has missed out on so many great movies. He has missed out on franchise after franchise because I don't really think he likes acting. Yeah, I get that. Pick up really that vibe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just riding off the back of Star Wars, really. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Chewie, we're oh, home. Yeah. Get in the bin. <laughs> um, so they fly by helicopter it's gorgeous isn't it well this, this scenery is absolutely oh, beautiful stunning. yeah it's beautiful they land they get in a jeep these these jeeps are great um these jeeps um are branded uh they pull up in the meadow and there's a dinosaur i did get a little fact about the jeeps um it was it's the 1992 jeep wrangler sahara edition they pull up a fact um so there's something i noted down which i found quite interesting doing a bit of research about um part of the helicopter scene you know when they're just about to land 
there's sort of like a bit of exposition with um regarding the seat belts mm-hmm. yes um you know how they're all putting on their seat belts like normal uh and it's alan grant who's got the two different things that don't attach because yeah. it's a male uh, yeah. she, male, male. you know it's a male and female ones that technically that clip together to make the, the seatbelt work he's got two female ends and so with his trying to struggle to get things before mm-hmm. they land he just finds a way as malcolm's late states life finds a way and he mm-hmm. ties his two seatbelts together just with a knot is in a means of like well i've not making the rest of the situation i've got from doing that so it's just like the females do later on in the film in jurassic park with the dinosaurs that they find a way to get or go about you know reading so it's all relevant in it it's all relevant there's i love i love kind huh? of um yeah when a film will will kind of foreshadow what's coming and i and i i think that's absolutely super i really do i'm, I'm really into that yeah, you said, no, no, so, you can, sorry, you can now continue with your key. Sorry, <laughs> Thank you. um, that. No, 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 it's good. It's good. Um, so they they land, and there's a dinosaur. There's a big dinosaur. It's a brachiosaur. Um, I made some notes about brachiosaur. I was I, as a kid, uh, very much like uh, I think certainly my male counterparts on here. I was certainly a fan um, of dinosaurs, which little boy wasn't. Um, but the brachiosaur's length was twenty <laughs> meters, and its height was twelve to thirteen meters. We believe it lived during the late Jurassic period. Uh, and it weighed uh, 28 metric tons, which is marginally less than me, uh, which I was pretty much into. That's <laughs> just locked in weight, big guy. It's just locked in weight. <laughs> I need to get out. I've missed a bit. You know who I've missed? I've missed Dennis Nedry. Yeah. Dennis oh, Nedry. Sweet, Dennis. Uh, yeah, he, he is, he's sat. Uh, eating, boy, is he eating! Oh, that looked like some good eating. That um, yeah. and, uh, a fellow, a fellow comes along. Um, turns out that uh, he has promised to steal dinosaur embryos to be paid. He's got a deadline of when he needs to get there, um, and and the chap gives him a um, the chap gives him a um, a can can of barbasol which we'll see that again later in the film so i'll talk a bit more about that later um and he opens it up and you uh-huh. can put little dinosaurs little dinosaur embryos in there that was a cool bit of kit that was a, cool that really was a fantastic bit of kit did anybody um, yeah. did anybody notice the shirt he was wearing oh I, I had something on this go on john for some reason everything he wore was um outfits that were worn by members of the goonies oh yes i did know yeah I'd, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd seen that in an article somewhere yeah yeah, and it was only noticed. I think it was only noticed about twenty years after the the the, the event um, that it was actually the, 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 the members of the Goonies outfits he was wearing. So that was pretty cool. A late He's fact. dressed like Chunk here, isn't he? Yeah, Chunk's a Hawaiian shirt. I, I love that. It's absolutely <laughs> uh, back to the Brachiosaur. Um, he, <laughs> Hammond says, uh, you know, oh, they ask lots of questions and, and how fast are they? And he says, oh, well, we've clocked the T-Rex at, I don't know, 65 miles an hour. Did, what, did, did you say we have a T-Rex? We have a T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> um, 
which I, I absolutely love. We have a T-Rex. It's just one of those things that's that's really cute. He says, welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, 32 <laughs> miles an hour. I did make a note. Um, did you know um, this has been, this particular scene with the weather, obviously the reveal in the Brachiosaurus, has been recently parodied for Animaniacs reboot? I don't know if you knew. Oh, they're rebooting that. I've seen that in, on... Um, the best news I've had all day. Yeah, they've oh. already. it's already out. I think it's on... <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, I think it's only on Hulu. The, you know the I American service. So I don't. Know. I'll go. I'll find it. I will find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for a promotional teaser, they kind of yeah. They even had like I don't think it was the same voice, obviously, but I think it's you know like um, Alan and and um, Ellie like looking out a thing, and then you see the silhouette of the what looks like Brachiosaurus in the distance, and then it's the Animaniacs come down walking down the hill. And it's kind of like, it's, yeah, just trying to be on the same beats of it. It's really funny. So yeah, if you look that cool. up on YouTube, I think you can type anime. Yeah, you can see that. It's really cool. Yeah. So the dinosaurs that were in the, also in the background with the Brachiosaurus is in the distance. Did, uh, did you clock what those uh, other dinosaurs were? Uh, the one with the kind of the bill on the top of its its head. It's got like a like a, a mohawk. I can't believe I can't remember what it is. It's a veggie saw, but I can't remember what it is. Yes, um, it's a. All right, I'll help you out there then. It's a Parasaurolophus. Oh, excellent! Happens to go. feature in the the following in Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, actually, see now I don't know the names of these dinosaurs. I'm not even going to say that I do, but I do actually know now that. We've described it. Yeah. But now, one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's much bigger. There's much more, but but they can only include as many dinosaurs as as, as I guess cost would would allow. I, I actually remember at the time there were complaints about the film um, from reviewers. I, I wasn't able to find any, but reviewers complained that I think there's only something like 17 minutes of dinosaur in a two-hour film, and yeah. people complained about that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah. every single minute looks great. Oh, yes. Yeah, it really does. It has got that good aspect of it. And it is, I didn't, I just thought actually there was more kind of elements of the dinosaur in the, in the film, actually. So when you said that to me, I was quite surprised with that fact of it not being as yeah, many dinosaurs I don't really in thought it. about because I, I, I enjoy it so much. I don't even get really, I've got anything to complain about in terms of like everything else because the characters are all fantastic. I'm actually glad that nine, nine minutes of those 15 minutes were practical effects because I think Stan Winston's an absolute genius. So yeah. I think it's that's why it stands up well is because they did use a lot of practical yeah. effects. So if there's, there's only six minutes of CGI, then I'm happy with that. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 exactly. So we arrive at the... Um, we arrive at the visitor centre, the kind of the, the central section, and we find out in this little kind of this little ride that they, they, they kind of sit in the seats um, and there's a video. Um, we find out that they're cloning mm. dinosaurs with with DNA. Um, you meet Mr. DNA. Uh, the, the point I made was Mr. DNA is how I learned about DNA uh, as a human. I didn't know anything about it until I met Mr. <laughs> DNA. So that's uh, that's that's my section. Um the, the 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 bit and Rachel pointed it out is is John Hammond going to be at every single one of these because he <laughs> talks to a, a, a kind of film version yeah, exactly. of yeah. so 
surely a, a man of his money yeah. uh, and, and, and his age can't be doing this 60 times a day. But you just need yeah. something called John there, though. You could have John yeah. Hanna, John Virgo. You could have any John, <laughs> John you want. Hannah. It's a John. I'll be there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I don't think he's done it. He quite often states, you know, he spares no expense with what he he does. Apparently, <laughs> accordingly, we spare um, no expense as he keeps stating throughout the film. But uh, yeah. he says it four times in the film, uh, in in varying levels of 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 joy and misery. We spared no expense. <laughs> um, yeah. The the, the the a ride starts kind of the the like a barrier comes down. I mean the thing's barely moving. It really doesn't need uh, this. Um, but Gennaro says, uh, "Oh, are these things? Are these things auto auto? No, no are they auto erotica?" <laughs> Um, Are these characters autoerotic? <laughs> yeah, I, I googled autoerotica. I'm now on a list. Um, but it's the process of satisfying what's <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say brilliant. now on a list. That list has been refreshed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wu is a, um, <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, as the movies go on, when we get into Jurassic World, it turns out he's actually... Um, a bad guy. Uh, B.D. Wong, by the way, he's a fine actor. He's uh, he's a fine, campy kind of um, villain actor. I think the only other thing I've really seen him in is uh, Gotham. He was a bad guy in Gotham for a little while. Right. But we meet a raptor. There's a there's a raptor dinosaur breaking out of an egg, uh, and that's a, a velociraptor. Um, the point I made was um, that the raptors in the film are actually based on Dionysus, um, but they, they Dionysus. There you go. Dionysus. Shit. Thanks for that, um, Alan. Uh, I'm going to start calling you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I know. Doctor Grant. <laughs> Doctor Grant. <laughs> I, I, do, I do know most of the dinosaurs. Yeah, I've kind of slipped off the wagon a little bit, obviously recent years, but obviously back then I knew like most of the dinosaur names. Yeah, yeah, they they chose Velociraptor um, because it was a better name, um, but Velociraptor w- was from the late Creta- Cretaceous period. Uh, they were six foot long uh, and one point yeah. seven feet yeah. high. A couple of little bits of information there, but they were they were more like compies. We'll 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 learn a little bit more about compies in the second film, don't we? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the little tiny little. Very small dinosaurs, yeah. Um, did you know what sounds were used to make the raptor sounds? Okay, right. Well, obviously, I'll drip feed some of these other ones for the dinosaurs in as we go along. But these raptors' sounds were across, were, they were primarily using dolphin sounds and also walruses for low frequency growls. So that's why it's wow. kind of a high pitched squeals that you have going on. I think we got David Attenborough to help on this, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to try and make it sound yeah. realistic. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, they obviously they obviously picked the free. The Velociraptor is safe for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for now. Yeah, <laughs> for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> excellent. They. They're, so that they're, they're learning about the dinosaurs, and, and the dinosaurs can't um, can't mate because they're all female. That'll come back later on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, we learn a little bit more um, about it. But Dr. Grant isn't loving seeing the uh, the little velociraptor, and he wants to know where the big ones are. So we go to the raptor pen, uh, which we saw at the very, very start of the very top of the movie. Um, all these electrified fences, um, your man. Um, You're always forgetting his name, aren't you? I've forgotten his name. Muldoon. Muldoon. <laughs> Muldoon. You only remember it because it sounds Scottish, John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your man Muldoon, Bob Peck, uh, is is the actor, R.I.P. Um, he is uh, talking to them about feeding them. They lower this kind of steer in with the big horns. Uh, and, and this is the best acting in the movie, in my opinion. Whoever the guy down at the bottom shaking the foliage is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bloke with a plant, isn't it? <laughs> That's it. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it then comes back out and it's kind of, of wrecked and knackered. Uh, R- Rachel's point was, isn't there a, a, a more cost-effective way of doing this? I thought so. um, because they've got to replace that harness every single time. Yeah, just uh, yeah. pull the thing yeah. in, and if it, you know, if it, if it, if it has life-threatening injuries from being thrown in, I don't think that really matters. At least it's no. worries. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. The next uh, next stop is um, the tour. So there's this there's this fantastic tour. Um, where they kind of get into these electrified, uh, which are, I did this as well, Ford Explorers. They were the Ford 1992 Explorer XLTS. Um, and I remember specifically seeing one on Top Gear. Well, I didn't really watch Top Gear as a kid, but it was a funny one that I'd seen one on Top Gear. Um, as a kid, what, what kind of precocious child watches Top Gear? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw that on Top I was oh, duck, it's that Jurassic Park one. Fantastic. Was it painted up like the truck, or was it just? It a- was. Yes, it was exactly. Otherwise, I probably I know so little it. about motors, I wouldn't have been able to, to to kind of put two and two together. Um, so they get into these these trucks. We meet the two guests of honour uh, on the subject of precocious children. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, John Hammond's grandchildren. Turns out their parents are going through a difficult divorce. So let's feed them to some dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. The cars themselves are fitted with um, state-of-the-art CD-ROMs. State of the art. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also something else very state of the art um, in there, which we'll come to. We'll come to shortly. Um, so the, <laughs> the 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 kids get in. Um, uh, Doctor Grant f- instantly hates the boy Timmy. Um, because he's a precocious child, but he's read all the books. He's read all the dinosaur books by all the dinosaur scientists. Um, and, I feel like uh, that's uh, a little bit of you, Paul. Yeah, I'd say you'd is be like really? that little character. Yeah, I feel like it is <laughs> when you were little. You yeah. know everything. <laughs> what was your favourite uh, dinosaur growing up, Paul? Just out of interest. Um, it probably would have been the T Rex, as as. Daft as that might sound, or the obvious answer, should I say. But, um, yeah, probably one of the carnivores rather than the herbivores. Why? I don't know. <laughs> a bit more cooler and more sleek. 
Yeah. What about you? Fun fact of the T Rex story. Oh, go on. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, I don't know if you want me to save it for later or not, but I had a no, horrible kind of trauma as a child, I, I want to call it. Paul thinks it's an hilarious story of, you know, they refer to the um, Jurassic Parks like as like a Disneyland kind of thing, don't they? And they say, but it's no Disneyland, yeah. is it? Because there's no Mickey Mouse or anything like park. that. So it was yeah. in Universal. I think I was only about 10. So I was really lucky to go to like America and do like Universal and Disney. And my mum was like, oh, let's go on this ride. And at this point, I had not even seen Jurassic Parks. I, I didn't even know what it was. And, <laughs> and we were like, oh, let's go on this ride where you kind of go on this little raft. And you're going around seeing all these dinosaurs. I'm like, okay, then. I'm thinking, hmm, I'm not sure if I want to do that. So get dragged kicking and screaming on this ride. Sounds such an ungrateful little 10-year-old. It was horrific. Um, so basically, it was really nice. You're on this little raft going around, and then you start climbing up. And you know, once you're going up somewhere, it has to come down, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, and no. it was a T-Rex mouth, massive, that we went through. And we went through his mouth on this little rafter and went down and the water splashed everywhere and I literally got off there and said to my mum I'm never speaking to you again I I was so upset and mortified there's an actual picture of us lot as family and I'm clinging on for dear life so no I wouldn't say Paul the T-Rex was my favourite (laughs) (laughs) that is that's beautiful um and part of me wants to hate 10 year old you because you've been on the Jurassic Park ride. Uh, but I'm a 40 year old girl. <laughs> 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 I think I just hoped probably when I was a little, it might have been when I'm older, I might have valued it a lot more because it's the same thing with Jaws. We went on there and I hated that as well. <laughs> I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> so, what you're about yeah. to tell us is that you've also seen the Psycho House. No. Was that not universal? Was that Florida, isn't it? Florida parks. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's one of the maybe one of the Florida parks. Um, It's maybe even been leveled now. Imagine that. Imagine. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, Perfect opportunity to uh, uh, to refer people to your. to your Hitchcock episodes, which I haven't listened to yet. I'm saving for when I'm out on the road one day and I'm going to listen to them all back to back because I love Hitchcock movies. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Always looking for a plug, guys. Always looking to plug other people's work. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, very, very much appreciated. So, <laughs> um, so we set off... Um, in these in these little uh little in these jeeps these electrified jeeps um meanwhile we meet nedry again for the second time it's newman by the way out of um um out of seinfeld newman um he's excellent i think he was also the love interest in third rock from the sun for the uh, the female character in that it's uh, but 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 not a lot else wayne Night, I think he might have been perving on uh, Sharon Stone in that scene where she opens her legs. Am I right, John? Oh, Dennis Nedry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I remember um, from. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's a boy. That's, yeah. That's there you go. That's, what a surprise, John. That's what you remember him from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really just mentioned that. I was like, yeah, I remember that yeah. very well. <laughs> I, funnily enough, uh, I don't I think remember. He was in, that. 
I think he was also. I think he was. I recall he was in um, Rap Race as well. That ensemble. Oh, we wrote that into a really bad kind yeah, yeah, yeah. Of version of "It's a Mad, 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 Mad World." Oh yeah, Cuba yeah, Gooding yeah. Jr. You've just won an Oscar. What are you doing in this thing? Selling out for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he's got a lot of kids to feed. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> so, um. The other chap that's in there is called Ray. Help me out, somebody. Uh, Samuel Jackson, basically. Um, he's yeah, called Ray something. Pretty much. Isn't he? Uh, oh, Ray Arnold. Ray Arnold. Uh, what do we yeah. say? Arnold. What do we say? Never trust a man with two first names. Yep, that's a rule. Ray Arnold. <laughs> uh, Alan Grant. Never trust a man with two first names. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we meet him. Um, uh, chain smoking throughout the movie, which I thought was was kind of jarring because they've 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 stopped people smoking in movies as a as a, as a non smoker. Uh, I was completely behind it, but really jarring to see him constantly with with a with a fag on. That, basically, that, that and the fact that it was always at the beef, and I don't know if you use that term, but the beef is the, the filter bit. So he was always they always had it right oh, at the beef. And it was they did. Very, very toxic right. looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Ooh. we don't use that term. I quite like these two kids. I know they're a bit precocious, but I really quite like Timmy, and, and I, I grow to like Lex. I generally hate kids in films. I love kids, um, but but I quite like these two kids. They kind of grow on me a little bit. Um, oh, the, 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 there's the bit with your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could. They didn't stop to think whether they should, uh, which is 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 a great, great one. Um, we spared no expense number two, by the way, here. Um, we've got Richard Kiley mm-hmm. as the voice yeah. uh, <laughs> of the thing. Yeah. So I looked up Richard Kiley because yeah, yeah, I don't know about yeah. you guys. I'd never heard of him. Did you do the same? No. Yeah, I did. I, was, I don't know who that is. And he, he actually did the voice for the actual thing he did the recording so it was actually his voice on the thing not just like someone pretending to be richard kiley <laughs> this person who was someone uh, pretending yeah. to be someone we've never <laughs> heard of but obviously it must have been a big thing back then i don't know but well i do know because uh he's got an imdb <laughs> exactly. um yeah he um he was the first person to record the song The Impossible Dream, uh, which I know as a Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine song. There's a reference for you, John. Uh, remember those guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, won a Tony Award uh, for his role in Man of La Mancha. There's two there. And he was a regular on Gunsmoke, which is uh, the uh, TV show. Um, Western TV show in America, not to be confused, John, with Bounty Law. Bounty Law, you could, you have to get it in, <laughs> didn't you? you can't leave it alone. Just leave it, man. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Bounty Law. You really are. I, I really wish Bounty Law was was a. a with, it's got to be a future episode, hasn't it? Once upon, yeah, once upon a time, Hollywood is a future episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so big, uh, big, big pile of little bits of information on him. Um, so we wander off, um, following the um, following the route. It looks like a great big scale electrics, doesn't it? It really does. It's on this kind yeah. of this electrical track. 
it goes through the the big Jurassic Park um, thing, and uh, uh, Ian Malcolm says, "What's in there? King Kong? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's going to wish it was King Kong." Thing, obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, I I'm all for King Kong being in there. Con- King Kong versus Jurassic Park. That's that's a crossover we need. The crossover the people in this uh, in this podcast are desperate for, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm um, well looking forward to the um, the God. Well, what I obviously been pushed back now, but it's the the King Kong versus Godzilla film that's coming yeah. out. Yeah, in a couple of years time now, obviously due to what's going on. But yeah, that should be good. Be all for going to the cinema to see that if we can go to the cinemas. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, if there's such a thing. <laughs> anymore yeah, it's yeah. True. <laughs> yeah it, it, as long as it's not on hbo max um <laughs> so, yeah i i um i'm very much like you call i'm a big godzilla fan um growing up as a child my heroes were nottingham forest footballer stuart pierce manager brian clough and godzilla <laughs> which was uh <laughs> Uh, I still like to think that Brian Clough would win in a fight if the movie was Godzilla versus Clough. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, um, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing that. Even if they have made Godzilla smaller, just to uh, just, just to fit in, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, but I guess that makes it a, a fair a fair fight. Yeah, fight. yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we pass by the. T- uh, Dilophosaurus yep. compound. Mm-hmm. There's no Dilophosaurus. Uh, we pass by the Tyrannosaurus Rex, or we Tyrannosaurus Rex compound. There's no Tyrannosaurus Rex compound. So they they put a goat out there because you know what better way to uh, to get a dinosaur to come out than uh, than goat? Um, yeah, the goat method. It's the goat to method. <laughs> Very good. Um, I um. I cook with goat a lot. We've got a we've got a halal um, a halal shop down the road that that regularly has goat like. So I tend to cook curry with goat and do um, uh, a lot of stuff with that. So I am like the uh, like like the the T Rex. I'm well into that. Um, <laughs> what what what's going to uh, what's going to happen to the goat? Uh, says Lex, uh, and I, I, yeah. I made the note. He's going to ask you if you wish to live deliciously, <laughs> Me. which is not very often. You make a reference to the Vavitch in a film in, in a film podcast, but uh, yeah, you said it anyway. I did, I did. There's people out there going. I think you'll find it's pronounced the witch. It's spelt Vavitch, so it's Vavitch. If, if Mark yeah. Kermode calls it Vavitch, then so do I. <laughs> um. Nedry is now dressed as Mouth. Uh, he's arguing over money. Apparently, he doesn't get paid enough money, and it's all about money. And basically, that the, the, the whole downfall of Jurassic Park is that that your man Hammond has spared no expense except where he needed. Yes, needs to spare yeah, no exactly. expense. Yeah. Pay his people, yeah. um, which mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure listeners to this podcast know very, very well. I'm a socialist. Pay your people. Pay your people. It's very important. If you want, uh, if you don't want to get eaten by dinosaurs, I think. Um, yeah. So um, this is the bit where they jump out. I haven't missed anything. Have I? They jump out to go and uh, to, to go and have a bit of a wander. 
the, the Triceratops. I think the yeah. Uh, you see the Triceratops is in, in distress yeah. after um, Jeff Goldblum no try to chat up Laura Dern. Oh yeah, he's uh, always yeah, around about this point. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying to explain Mrs. Malcolm number three or something. <laughs> the next Mrs. The Malcolm. Future ex Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's trying to explain the chaos theory to her while um, they're driving along, and then um, Alan jumps out of the car and he's going like, "Oh, see, no one could have predicted that Alan Grant would have got out of the car, and then and now he's got out of the car, and then now I'm talking to myself." <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Triceratops is in distress, so they yeah. take a puppet to the poo. The, the thing I hate the most here is they call it a trike. <sighs> yeah. Just such Which a, is, like, yeah. oh, yeah, the trike, yeah, the trike's, the trike's sick, and it only happens every six weeks. So they go into real detail about what it is and it's oh it's, it's indian jasmine or something and they say oh well yeah but the dinosaurs don't eat it and it's only every six weeks and that's it we don't find out what was wrong with this dinosaur i mean i'm sure we we, we wouldn't understand even if we did find out but it's it's a real kind of red herring isn't it it's a real kind of this dinosaur's sick bit, oh, yeah. could it be this yeah is it not explained in the book though Oh, is it? I haven't read well, apparently it. Apparently, they explained what they do is they need to digest stones so they can break up food. And as time goes on, yes. they become smooth. They pick up more, they end up picking up like the jasmine and stuff like that. So I think it's just oh, somewhere else. It's just never explained in this film. Well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 14 year old me did know that. Yeah, they, they would have grind, grind the stones yeah, to chew the food because they didn't have any teeth. So they would have had to do yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome beaks, though. Fantastic beaks. Um, <laughs> which, yeah. which are pretty cool. I like there was actually, there was actually um there was a, um, from the making of thing there was supposed to be a baby triceratops that was supposed to have been um yeah. featured but never got there was a model made but and there was never actually featured and I think that would have been quite cute to see a little baby triceratops but, but yeah. I don't know where that would fit in really to be honest. Yeah that's why they cut one it because it was um, it would have messed with the pace of the film apparently. Yeah. Mm. The toy of, and it's just something that's just come back to me now. You mentioned that the toy of Ellie Sattler comes with a little baby triceratops. Like it's just, it's just hit me there. I've just remembered it. It came with a little baby triceratops. I think she had a gun or a grappling gun or something. Uh, I don't know why they all had guns. You know, these these toys. <laughs> no one had a gun. In the movie. There's barely barely a gun in the movie because let's be honest. If anyone would know, it would be me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Descent into uh, shooting up a, a high school somewhere. Um, yeah, it's uh, she. She had a little baby triceratops. Uh, everybody came with a with a, with a with a dinosaur. Um, yeah, and and she then she then kind of goes. She says, "I'll stick around to look after the triceratops." There's the bit where they they lie on the uh, Alan Grant lies on it and feels its breath, kind of kind of its diaphragm lifting. That's that looks really good. That mm-hmm. I mean, the practical yeah. effect does, on that really looks does. amazing. I thought that was a real dinosaur. Yeah, it was a good scene. A cracking scene. The whole thing that was great. the best effects we've seen on this podcast since uh, the baby, the zombie baby in uh, Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> a very similar kind of uh, kind of yeah. piece. That was the same emotions in that that one as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so Nedry is nicking the embryos. He takes the system down for 
18 minutes, I think he says, the system down for 18 minutes, and there's a storm. So basically, every it, it's, a, a, it's a real kind of all of these things happening together, chaos theory. So all of these things happen together. There's a, there's a huge, huge storm, and they're going to get them back in, into the cars. So they jump them back into the cars to bring them back. Uh, but at that point, Nedry decides he's going to shut down all the security systems, all the electric part, all the electric fences. Uh, the cars are going to go off. Yeah. Um, and the dinosaurs are then going to be any gates will just open. This is where we come in back to the T Rex, and we see that the that the goat has indeed gone. Where has the goat gone? Uh, the goat leg drops onto the uh, top of the car, and the screaming ensues. It all kind of happens really quickly. This, uh, <laughs> you know, it really does. It's it's the first. Well, the the, the, the build up, the good with the, the vibrating water scene. I thought that was the icon, yeah. an iconic scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's. It's used in. I made a note. It's used in Wayne's World too, uh, as well, because uh, the uh, Garth has got like a like a soda stream in the car in Wayne's World too, because they're rich and that's what they do. Um, <laughs> but there's a. There, there's a section where Gennaro says to Timmy, he reaches into the, the back of this this box and he says he says to Timmy, um, oh, he says, oh, I've got a uh, night vision goggles. And he says, yeah. He, he says, uh, he says, are they heavy? Yes. Yeah, they're heavy. So they're expensive. <laughs> Put, Put them back. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I, which I really liked. And, and in fact, I did a little bit of Googling around that. Um, and it turned out that I managed to find Yukon Advanced Optics Trackers uh, from cctvhut.com. £494.10p. Uh, turns out they are expensive. Um, there you go. They are really oh, expensive. Right. Yeah. Uh, night I vision goggles? Yeah, night vision goggles. Yeah. Uh, the people at CCTV well, Hut. I was, uh, I was offered a. Oh. You were offered some offered night vision pair. goggles? Um, well, not for Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare 3, you got a, pair, a free pair of night vision goggles. Right, okay. Well, I say free, the bloody game was like 300. <laughs> you got the goggles, right? So I, I, I turned it down and just bought the normal one. But yeah, I couldn't believe that somebody was giving away night vision goggles with a game. It didn't make any sense. How are you meant to play a game with night vision goggles on? Answer me that. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah. Maybe they expected you to really go out there and shoot people. <laughs> I think so. Maybe they knew you were going to spend some time with a guy who got addicted to the idea of guns. The guns, yeah. Uh, and on episode color. one, he was completely against them. Uh, <laughs> Blamo. Um, <laughs> um, so Nedry's got this um, this shaving foam. In fact, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, so the the the. T-Rex has got out of its got out of its mm-hmm. uh, cage and it's doing just fine. Um, it decides it uh, um, it decides it's going to attack as as well it should. And this is where you very for the first time any of us learned that T-Rex's vision was based upon movement. Yes. Yeah. So educational. Paul's um, going, "No, I knew that already." Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um it's it isn't actually based on movement, though. It's not strictly true. They um, at the time they didn't really have the facts to prove that was the case. They just based it off somewhat. But again, there's you know creative freedom <laughs> without within the film anyway. But I think I think it was really based on what most lizards, some lizards do anyway. 
in terms of in terms of movement. I think because of the way the, their eyes are on the side of the heads, and so they probably won't be able to see anything very in front of them. So I think there was it was just a trade that they kind of went with. But I don't think well, we can't really know for sure anyway because we haven't really got T Rexes walking around, thankfully. So we can't really <laughs> yeah on that. No. I'm, yeah, now I would wait. Spoke yeah, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be factual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also another another thing about yeah. the sounds as well. Well, I'll drop in or oh, the chance. Uh, the the T Rex sounds is a combination of crocodiles, lions, and baby elephant. Baby crocodiles, elephant, lions, yeah. and baby elephant. So my. <laughs> no, and bears. <laughs> and bears, yeah. and bears indeed. Uh, wow, that that's well, that's added to the list. That's that's quite interesting. Um, I, I at some point I was disappointed that there wasn't a torn torn in this film, uh, but it turns out that uh, George Lucas didn't finish off the dinosaur bits of the film. <laughs> oh, but before we go on, is there a couple more as well? Plants, get your your pen ready. So, oh, I'm ready. The vibrating water was inspired by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? And what? So uh, George, George, well, George Lucas, I was going to say, it's one guy. Uh, Steven Spielberg, when he was playing his, his Earth, Wind, and Fire in his car, he would see that the the vibe, the water would sort of vibrate. So he wanted to use that in the film, and the only way they could replicate it was by using guitar strings. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to put like a thing underneath the car dashboard yeah. and make the sounds play the guitar strings underneath to do that. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some poor plucker underneath plucking away. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. People can't see my face right now, but I am astounded. That is brilliant. That is absolutely... I love Earth, Wind and Fire. Absolutely love Earth, Wind and Fire. So that is so cool. I've, I've, I'm so excited. I've lost my po- I've lost my, my place. Where were we? September. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one of my again, one of those favourite gags um, from the first series of uh, Never Mind the Buzzcocks was Earth, Wind, and Fires. Um, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. There was twenty two of them. The costumes were so expensive; they were always insured against Earth, Wind, Fire, and theft. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to think that was my own gag, but I, I can't. I can't. You can't do with that. <laughs> um, so the T Rex is um, is that the and it's, it's one of these things in, in movies where you just shout at somebody, don't you? You've got to shout at somebody. Turn yeah. off the light. Turn off the light. Turn off the light. Yeah, yeah. Timmy's got night goggles on. He can see what's going on. He will tell you. Surely, you oh no, that's because the guy that knows is in the other car. But Timmy's meant to have read everybody's book. You know, come on. Children, stop yeah, being yeah. children. Can you not be adults for two seconds? <laughs> Grow up. Um, so the kids almost get crushed. Alan Grant uses a flare. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic one of those screenshots that you see a lot where he's holding the flare aloft. He's got the hat. He looks like a real hero. And the dinosaurs in the background. Yeah, and it looks yeah. amazing. It really doesn't does. look anything like all the crap that you can see today, green screens. It looks super. Yeah, exactly. um, and he throws yeah, it and definitely. off it goes. And he goes to rescue the kids. And Ian Malcolm, who is also a giant child, decides he's going to uh, he's going to distract it. No, Ian, don't. He runs towards the toilet where Gennaro is. Gennaro gets what all... <laughs> Big uh, lawyers deserve, and that's eaten on a toilet. Yeah. Oh, what we uh, go? He gets Elvis, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. He dies on the loo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> 
Yeah. Ian Malcolm's, well, obviously Jeff Goldblum really, was um, the reason why he did that. He spoke to Spielberg, apparently, and said he didn't want to do, he was supposed to be like Janeiro or the lawyer character and run off. But he spoke to Spielberg and said, can I do it so that I look come across more of a heroic mm-hmm. type of thing? So he, he allowed, Spielberg allowed him to change that factor of the thing. So that could have been different if you'd seen Ian Malcolm running around like, like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's, he's great in it. And, and I think I would argue that, that this was the mainstream kind of introduction to Jeff Goldblum because mm-hmm. sure he's, you know, he's, he's the main guy in the fly. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. But he was in a lot yep. of comedy nonsense. By the way, I haven't watched The Fly in probably about 12 years. I'm going to go back and watch it again soon. I'm yeah, so excited so good. to see it. So excited so to see it. So as good as Earth Girls Are Easy, but... <laughs> Earth Girls Are Easy, right? I'm not kidding, right? This this is this is going to make Paul uh, angry at the world. We watched at college in a filmmaking course. We did a filmmaking course and we watched Earth Girls Are Easy because of its relevance to 50s sci-fi culture movies. Um, I have not seen that since I was 16 and I will never watch that again. Um, Him, Damon Waynes and Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Is the other one? Uh, Yeah, Jim Carrey's the other one. Gina Davis. Gina Davis as well. Well, they were married, weren't they? They were married for, for some time. Uh, Gina Davis. I always think of Gina Davis because you don't see her in things anymore. I always think of that line out of Family Guy. Um, hey, Chris, why don't you see Gina Davis in movies anymore? Maybe she had too much teeth, uh, which is a little bit harsh. Too much teeth to gum ratio, uh, which is a little bit harsh. Um, very good in that yeah. first series of the o- the Omen. No, The Exorcist. It was a TV show of The Exorcist. We watched the first series, and she's very, very good in that. Very good in that. Um, we didn't watch the second series because apparently it wasn't so good. <laughs> so, dinosaurs are loose. Nedry's loose. So, Nedry is opening all the gates in the world to find his way down to the um, down to the dock uh, because he's only got a short period of time because the storm means that the boat's going. Um, so, he goes into the Dilophosaurus compound, which is the way, and he drives into he drives into a, a sign. And as he picks the sign up, he's like, ah, it's this way. And then the sign spins a real kind of Waterville <laughs> comic stuff. He spins the yeah. sign around and says, ah, oh, damn it. I'll just go this way, which I absolutely When we see the, oh, yeah, the, uh, I'll preempt this with the, the fact that the Dilophosaurus sound again is um, a mixture of swan call, the soft cry, you know, when he's being like the little timid, like inquisitive thing that he is when he seems or she should I say um and then obviously when it reveals this frill that's got around his neck um that's the sound of rattlesnakes a hawk and howler monkey combined to make sounds for that no luck in finding that which is quite intimidating (laughs) 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 or actually (laughs) or actually yeah Uh, that is exciting. I love the fact that they've 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 created this. I mean, because we can't know what any of these things sound like. They've created exactly, this. That's why they. Because he's so that way, cute. Yeah. Like he's so mm-hmm. lovely and adorable, isn't he? He's, uh, the point you made was inquisitive, and he's kind of like. Um, yeah. Nedry throws in a stick. Oh, 
God, I'm so <laughs> glad to see him get his. Uh, oh, I, um, I'm so glad when I see that happen. I'm not going to lie. It's like, yeah, well it's worth it. Definitely. Yeah. But it, it, it still bothers me that he, he's stupid. The idea is here is a dinosaur, go. You see a dinosaur, yeah. you don't try and be pals with a dinosaur. You don't, it's not a dog. No. You do not throw it a stick. You go. You leave now because it has, it has got many rows with the gnashing and the biting and the, oh, it is, it is going to have you, right, mate? Yeah. Get yourself yeah. out there, you fat idiot. Um, as, as a fat idiot, we can smell ourselves, you know. We can smell one another. <laughs> smell ourselves. That's a very different story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> jinx. Um, yeah. So we, <laughs> Just, just get out of there, mate. Um, so he gets um, he gets acid in the face or what, whatever it is, and then gets eaten again. Good work to the guy that's shaking this jeep. Uh, I, I like yeah, to think it's the same yeah. chap that was shaking the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> earlier in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I didn't go through the credits because I feel like I've watched credits a million times. But I'm sure there's a there's a bit where it says foliage slash Jeep guy. Um, that, that, that fellow deserves some credit. Yeah. That's that's the guy I want to meet at Comic Con. Just gonna say, <laughs> when all this is over, I want his autograph. So, the the can falls into the into the mud and gets basically enveloped by the mud. Um, I did a bit of Google because as, as regular listeners will know, I do like a product in a film. Barbasol is a shaving cream. Of course it is. As a kid, I always thought it was a, I was always certain that it was some sort of spray cream because he puts it on, puts it on his hand and then puts it on the pie when he's at the, uh, when he's at the bit meeting, meeting your man. Um, but it's a um, it's a shaving foam founded in 1919, uh, and in 1931 uh, they got a guy called Singing Sam, the Barbasol Man, to be their singing spokesman. Uh, there you go. The well, things I learned—they're in tons of films as well. They're in loads and loads and loads of films. Let me just score those off, um, and that's the end of Nedry. Good, ha ha ha. Ah uh, ah uh, uh. um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, While we're on about Nedry, actually, he has a picture on his um, on his monitor, and that picture was of uh, Doctor Oppenheimer, uh, who was the ex-Nazi scientist who was part of the design process for the atomic bomb. Which is one of those things where you you look at it and you think, oh, hang on a second, he kind of lets off his own kind of bomb doesn't he? he 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 by by stopping it he causes a, a huge chain of uh, chain of events um but he's done for and i've never been happier um so, <laughs> yeah take that um so we then come to ellie and uh robert muldoon they arrive in a jeep um malcolm's injured like you don't really know what how injured he is, do you? I don't think you ever find out. Is it is it his legs? Is it his ribs? I mean, he's bound up all over the shop throughout the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was his leg, but could be wrong. I think it was uh, his leg. He, he, he has like that, a bit bloody. But yeah, yeah. He has to. I think. I think it's in his contract that he's got his shirt open and his <laughs> and his chest on show, yeah. uh, which. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I, I can see Sophie on, on cam now and she looks delighted with that concept. Uh, <laughs> really not. <laughs> not my appeal whatsoever. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel did say, Rachel did say this is the first time he was ever uh, a sex symbol. Like, he has always been a sex symbol ever since this. And I'm like... Really? Like Grand Budapest Hotel? He's a sex symbol in that? Uh, potential future episode, John. Grand Budapest Hotel uh, is yeah, a yeah, superb yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. film. Um, so uh, <laughs> um, they, they, they get him, they put him in the Jeep, the T-Rex comes back and they're running away, they're driving away. Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are, not Perfect. just a meatloaf song. Uh, from Battle of Hell 2. Uh, <laughs> um, so they escape the dinosaur. Um, and I, don't know, I, don't know how sh- uh, I don't know how stick works over America, but I was annoyed the fact that he was able to change gear without um, having to press a clutch. So he backs into the, the, um, the gear stick and changes the gear. How is that possible, considering... I do know. I know it's never no, I, yeah. I didn't think of that either, but that's a that's a really good good point. I I think it's just um just it's film. Just film. <laughs> it's just it's just Next you'll be tell me dinosaurs on the real. Oh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> what we did miss oh, uh, was that uh, Nedry was in Mikey's outfit from um uh, the Goonies. Yes. He, he he dies in Mikey's outfit from the Goonies, he's got the, the thing on. Um so yeah, they're um, so they're running away from the T Rex. I made some notes about a T Rex, um, which I haven't come to yet. Um, uh, the first time a T Rex was used in a film was 1918 in a film called The Ghost of Slumber Mountain. You'd be pleased to know it's on YouTube, although I haven't watched it yet. It's from the late Cretaceous period, and the first skeleton of a T Rex was discovered in 1900. So only 18 years later. Did they put it in its first film, which I think is pretty cool. Um, we're in the tree. The car has been knocked into a tree by a T-Rex. Um, someone might need to help me out here. Do we get out the tree straight away? We don't, do we? We sit nah, in the tree. No, we sleep in the tree. No, yeah. didn't know how to climb until that, the, the, start, the jeep started falling. You yeah. certainly learned how to climb really quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing what amazing what you can do when your life's in danger, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they sleep up a tree after they've got out of the car. Oh, I love the line, and we're back in the car again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but they sleep up a tree and as they wake up uh, there's brachiosaurs grazing nearby this is really beautiful this is you know they're, they're just, yeah, they're just seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's living scary. their best brachiosaur life I guess yeah absolutely yeah, um, they're, they're monsters Tell, yeah, yeah. Can, can you keep the monsters away they're not monsters they're just animals says Grant which I thought was lovely um, and they come close uh, and they're feeding him and he sneezes on Lex, you know, just, you, you've, you've just won her over. You've just about won her over and she gets covered in uh, oh. dinosaur COVID, which is a shame. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she now has to self-isolate with the raptors. <laughs> oh. good, good luck, kid. Or you die. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's well, one way or the other, um, I guess. Yeah. I kind of find it funny that, that when Tim says, you know, God bless you, which is, you know, the fact that most, sorry to people who are Christian, but, um, um, <laughs> and, and, that, and, and, and that, you know, they're not, that's, that's not normally a thing that they believe in, in terms of the dying towards a Christian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, quite <laughs> well, an ironic really... statement. <laughs> You're saying Jesus didn't invent the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really sorry. sorry we just few listeners as well. <laughs> no, yeah. We expect to lose listeners on an episode by episode basis. We didn't want you to come on here to lose listeners. <laughs> yeah, we, we wanted to keep the Christians. <laughs> 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 wow I say make Jurassic Park great again uh, so it turns out that all the park systems are still offline uh, Ray Arnold, two first names uh, has to go and reset the system and it just so happens that the system is a million miles away from where they are and in between them are all yeah. dinosaurs yeah Spared no expense, yeah? Yeah. Put everything together. <laughs> if your IT suite's here, put your, your electric bit here. Next to door, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, hang on a second. I'm just going to go next door and flip the switch. Fantastic. We'll see you in a moment or two. Hang on. I'm just going to go through this dinosaur-infested thing and flip the switch. Yeah. No problem. Oh, it's all going to take me three minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um so they, uh, <laughs> um, so Ray Arnold goes to do that. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're climbing the fence at this point, though. The kids are, and, oh, um, yeah. Are this is yeah. Oh, before the fence bit, John, there is a little bit where they're walking through the compound and the Gallimimus are there. You know, the the kind of what, what I think are referenced as looking a little bit like a, like kind of ostriches. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. like dinosaurs and they're flocking and it's beautiful and the direction that they're taking is gorgeous and they and, and, and they love it. Almost as if they were being chased by a predator. Uh yeah. The so they are <laughs> enter enter stage right, our friend the T Rex. Um as he comes in. Um one of my favorite YouTube videos is the uh is the audio of the guy uh, the 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 Benton Benson dog, you know the Benton Benton. Oh yeah. Christ! You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. put that yeah, yeah, yeah. onto that video. That's one of my absolute. That's brilliant. Oh <laughs> Christ! Uh, yeah, big 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 fan of that. Uh, the Gallimimus. I did make a couple of little notes about him. Six foot three inches tall. Uh, lived in what is now Mongolia. During the late Cretaceous period, I keep failing to say Cretaceous first time. Um, and discovered in ninety, the first skeleton was discovered in nineteen sixty in the Gobi Desert. Four to add to the list there. Mm. Super. Yeah. It's quite funny how most of the dinosaurs in this film are from the Cretaceous period, and yet the film mm. is called Jurassic Park, isn't it? But I guess it doesn't really roll off the tongue as really well, is it? No, <laughs> but that was another complaint. <laughs> I remember there yeah. being a complaint in a in a red top newspaper that my parents read at the time that that said that that it should be called Cretaceous Park. But you're absolutely right; it doesn't it doesn't doesn't work. Um, 
Arnold hasn't come back, so Ellie decides that she's going to go and find him. The kids, meanwhile, and uh, Alan are on the fence climbing up. Uh, She manages to find what she needs to get all the stuff back online. But in the meantime, uh, your man Muldoon is picked up uh, by other dinosaurs. And this is the raptors, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He says, go, and she makes a run for it. And as she makes a run for it, he says, "There's." Um, he says, "It's not that one." Uh, he says, "Oh," and he spots her, takes the gun out. He's mm-hmm. about to shoot her, and then he realizes to his left, to his right, there's That's two other there. Velociraptors. What's his last line? What does he say? Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Um, <laughs> what gun was that? Planty? What gun was he using? Oh, Can you remember? Do you know what? I didn't. No, I didn't because I've. I, I think it's. I think it's, it's New Year, New Me. New I Year, think New it's the Me. Spaz, the Spaz in Call of Duty, and that's a real gun, by the way. <laughs> it's better than the Spaz in Carlisle that you're talking to, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, with Clever Girl in mind, Sophie, um, i got a quiz for you. Oh, no, I'm not a Clever Girl. <laughs> oh, I always know that I'm shocking at Mate, that's not what we were getting at. That's not what we were getting at because the the, the, the quiz is not about you being a clever girl. It's it's about you telling us whether or not um, who we're about to talk about is a clever girl or a clever boy. Um, I'm going to give you seven animal actors from movies. All right, seven animal actors from Hollywood movies. And you have to tell us whether that animal actor was a clever girl or a clever boy. Now, no pressure, because I think we're doing relatively well. But if we stand any chance of getting 100, <laughs> you'll want to get seven out of seven. <laughs> that's not going to happen. No pressure. <laughs> now, I know for a fact you haven't seen all of these movies. Um Oh, I say I know for a fact. I'm assuming you haven't seen all of these movies, certainly because at least one of them is very scary uh, to me. So are you ready to play Clever Girl or Clever Boy? I'll give it a go. Do I get anything if I do win? Uh, Get points. What about a points made, John? Viewers. (laughs) They do. They mean listeners. (laughs) Or listeners. Um, Yeah. So the the first one is a dog. The first one is a dog. It's precious. From Silence of the Lambs. Was Precious the dog in Silence of the Lambs a clever boy or a clever girl? I'm going to say it's a boy, clever boy. Like a dog it's a is a boy. Clever no. girl. A female dog. I told you I'm going to be dog. rubbish at this, didn't I? Did you know? Oh, no, I oh okay. Put the dog in the goddamn you know? basket. Basket. Uh, Give me a dig. And- <laughs> <laughs> no cheating. Um, the next one. <laughs> The next one uh, was the dog uh, Bruiser in Legally Blonde. Now, was Bruiser, the actor, a male or a female? Not the dog in the movie, but the actor. Is it a boy or a girl? Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I feel like that's good. you're tricking me here because it sounds like it should be a boy. And I'm feeling like my gut's telling me that you're kind of saying it's a clever girl. Is these all going to be clever girls? I'm going girl. I'm going girl. It's a clever boy. Oh, it was Moody the Chihuahua. This is so bad. <laughs> and now, the next one up is the original Lassie from Lassie Come Home. The actor in Lassie Come Home, a dog, was it male or female? Was it a boy or a girl? Boy. 
Clever boy. It was a boy called Pal. Well done. Yay! <laughs> Good work. Am I the only one again? Our first non-dog. This one's a killer whale. Was the the whale from the killer whale from Free Willy, Willy, the the titular Willy, her, male or female? Was it a, a boy or a girl? Why have I got Shamu in my head from Sea World? That's all I've got in my head, but I don't know if that was even a male or a boy. Um, girl, clever girl. It was a clever boy. It was Kiko, Kiko, the clever boy. That's shocking. Um, uh, if if you do like if you do like Sea World, I recommend you watch Blackfish, the documentary. But if you do like Sea World, I also recommend you don't watch it because uh, it's an <laughs> eye-opening horror to um, oh, no. what Sea World is. Um, <laughs> next one up is another dog, mm-hmm. the dog that played Toto in Wizard of Oz. I feel like that's I want to say a girl because I can't. I'm trying to think and I can't see any kind of male parts on the dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. I, so, so what what we're learning here is the reason Paul buys so many 4K transfers is so you can look for dog's dicks. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I just think it was so that's amazing. <laughs> There's no place like the spaying clinic. There's no place like the spaying clinic. Am, am I right? Sorry, what did you go for? I was busy thinking about having dogs spayed. Um, <laughs> um, it was a female by the name of Terry. Which is a boy's name, T-E-R-R-Y. Well done. Um, We've got two more left. Two more left. Um, Also a star of The Wizard of Oz, and my favourite film of all time, which is also a Christmas film, but my favourite film of all time, um, The Raven, or The Crow, from It's a Wonderful Life and The Wizard of Oz. There's a crow that lands on the scarecrow. And he's also in the in the uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Was that crow male or female? Don't be going in a bit of a pattern here. So you think going boy, girl, boy, girl a little bit. So uh, if I was in a test and I didn't know the answer, I would be going for the alternative option I've just said. What, like this test that you don't know the answer to? Yes. Just have a look at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's not with the crow, can you? Don't get John started on this again. <laughs> Episode one. Clever boy. Clever boy indeed. Jimmy the Raven. Jimmy the Raven. Yeah, that's a cool uh, yeah. name. It is a cool name. Yeah. Um, also potentially related to the racist uh, crows in Dumbo. See our previous episode. Um, and finally, the cat from Breakfast at Tiffany's. The name was Orangey, which is a really interesting name for a uh, an orange and white cat, which we have and called ours Colin Robinson. Um, I wish we'd called him Orangey. It would be less embarrassing to shout in the yard. <laughs> Believe it or not, I haven't actually watched this. So this might be something no, that we, we need, have we, to. I haven't seen either song. Have you not? Now, so oh. we need to I think it's vastly overrated. I'm just going to put it out there and very racist. What was it? 
No, oh, you've got you've got a treat coming up for. Uh, yeah, and I, and I thought Orangey out. was racist. You thought what was Orangey <laughs> was racist? <laughs> David Dickinson. <laughs> it sounds like a girl's name to me. I'm feeling like that's where I'm going. So clever girl, clever boy. Oh, damn it! I was really Orangey. hoping to step four. Just out of interest, Orangey was also a star of TV, starred in two episodes of The Fugitive, four episodes of 1966's Batman, uh, and an episode of Mission Impossible on TV. Ooh. Was in a lot of stuff. I got to add, because yeah. I always do, all of those animals are dead. Uh, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I yeah, I'm sorry, but I have to add that. Um, what, I, what I did learn, though, on looking up, Animals. Um, sorry, you scored uh, three out of seven, which isn't as bad as you thought it might be. Uh, I got two more than I anticipated. I did you think have, I was going to get one. You yeah. have earned us three extra things you've learned. Although, as I say, every single time we do this, arguably you have learned seven things there. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. not as much fun. Um, so, Orangey was the first double winner of the Patsy Award. Uh, which is the Performing Animal Television Star of the Year? Uh, won the uh, won, it's basically the Animal Oscars. Can you imagine how much feces is in that uh, <laughs> that show? I, I would assume they probably have it in a tent outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would like to think. So the kids, <laughs> the kids are still up on this thing. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're playing games about animals, and the kids are up on this electric fence. Um, she manages to turn on all the switches, and there's 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 a great number of kind of switches. This huge list of switches. She turns them all on. Ellie Sattler, um, and she's oh, Mr. Arnold, I've turned them all on again. And there's an arm on her shoulder, and as she turns around, it's just an arm. Oh, it's oh. perfect. It's the yeah. first part that I've not been convinced in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like crap, <laughs> but it's beautiful. Um, the, the, the alarms start going off. I like the fact that there's a little kind of at least a little alarm to say, if you're climbing on the fence, climb down now. Yeah. I really do, really do love uh, that. Um, good so they... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So as they're, as, as they're jumping down... Um, Timmy can't climb down because we're back to Timmy not being able to climb uh, and he gets uh, electric shocked. I'd miss the little bit uh, about the um, where they throw the stick at the fence before oh, yeah. they climb. Oh, that was good. And Alan grabs hold of it. <laughs> and, ah, thing. and the kids are screaming and he just turns around and he goes, no, not really. What? Yeah. What a trick! Uh, <laughs> it does like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was well into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Timmy gets possibly thousands upon thousands of volts through yeah. him. Um, <laughs> Ten thousand. Yeah, um, and then um, gets resuscitated back to life. I don't know if either of you two have seen um, the West Yorkshire-based movie, The Selfish Giant. Uh, which I think was filmed uh, in Bradford. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I, about I, kids. I that, yeah. Um, Have you seen it, was, it? Yeah, I saw it. I think it was on Four OD or something like that. I, I, yeah, I about it, but it was quite interesting. It's about a kid who goes gets like scrap metal from a yeah. thing in Bradford. I think. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Why aren't you showing me that? I it's Bradford, was, where we're from. Yeah, but I don't think it was really because a bit of a drama. And it, a bit, no, um, you know, I. 
I, I every now and again I have nightmares about this. I do. It really, it really has has sat with me. Um, it's really grim. It's like Ken Loach, except at the end, it's Jurassic Park, um, and, and, and that's where you learn what happens when you put ten thousand volts through a child. Um, yeah, 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 it's it's, 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 oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's oh yeah. no, it's no, it's it really isn't. It's 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 a wonderful film. Yeah. It's it's beautifully shot. It's it's fantastically written. It's a snapshot of of kind of growing up in 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 West Yorkshire. And people are still, I'm sure, people are still debating. Where did you grow up? Was it Nottingham? Was it Derbyshire? Was it was it Yorkshire? Yeah. Was it the northeast? Where did you grow up? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I do a timeline on Twitter one day of of where I where I lived uh, and where I and where I stole scrap metal from. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, the Selfish Giant is a great film, uh, but it is not cheery. It's about as cheery as um, I Daniel Blake. Just putting it out there. Please, people, donate to your local food bank. Um, right, <clears throat> moving on. Um, so <laughs> he's all right. He's fine. They get their way back to the um, get their way back to the visitor centre, and they're going to lock up and get all sorted. And the kids are left with all the food. Um, we missed a little bit, or I've missed a little bit. Sorry, where um, Hammond's talking? Uh, he's eating all the ice cream, and I thought that was really out of character. But then he says it was all melting, and I thought, oh yeah. Yeah, a bit of Yorkshire thrift there. Our guests will appreciate that. But he says, uh, he says, um, I had a, I, I had a little flea circus on Petticoat Lane, um, and it was all, 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 um, all mechanicized and and. Uh, and people believed it was their mummy. I can see the fleas and the strong fleas and jumping fleas and things. Uh, Petticoat Lanes are marketing Spitalfields in London. That there, London. Um, I made that note. I'm just crossing a couple of other ones off that I did. He then says, when Disneyland opened, none of the rides mm. worked. Turns out that that's true. And you'd kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier on. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I learned was it was called Black Sunday. All right. They referred to it as Black. All the staff referred to it as Black Sunday because everybody turned up, and nothing worked, and 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 the staff just got hell for it because nothing worked. Oh no! <laughs> which, which, yeah, you know, if you've ever worked in uh, in in, in customer facing roles, that's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. I can imagine the amount of money that somebody might have gone and costed them to kind of go to Disneyland, and nothing worked. <laughs> I don't think I'd be best impressed. But to be fair. If that Jurassic Park ride didn't work, I, I'd have been yeah. all right. I'd have been, been quite happy. Yeah. But, but yeah. There, there's there's a line. Um, there's a line at some point when um, uh, Ian Malcolm says, and it might be at this point. Ian Malcolm yeah. says, but if. Um, if Pirates of the Caribbean, which at this time wasn't a movie, it was just a ride. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. doesn't work. The pirates don't eat the guests. Really well done bringing that in. That was good. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, he says uh, uh, the ice cream. Oh, she says, oh, the ice cream is good. And this is the fourth and final. We spared no expense. Spent all the money on the uh, on that, uh, which was nice. The kitchen scene. Th this is this still looks so good. It's really tense. Yeah, definitely my favorite. There's the shaking yeah. of the jelly, yeah. which kind of goes back to the 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 the, the droplets of the water. Um, yeah, Lex can't close the drawer that she's in, and it got me again. Like I hadn't seen this film in maybe about six or seven years, and I'd forgotten 
that she's not at the bit where she can't close the thing. Mm -hmm. I'd forgotten that the yeah. dinosaur, the, yeah, 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 yeah. the metal reflection of the draw. Oh, it's so good. So if you might be shocked to know um, another part about the Raptors soundboard, when they're making that like barking, like call sounds that, you know, the wrong, wrong sound yeah. sound. Yeah. Is actually, uh, I, I learned this from the Empire podcast, so um, so it's kind of like a fact that I've got from somewhere else, but it's actually the sound of tortoises mating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Je t'aime. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, just when you thought that the guests could never make it quite as rotten as we do, John. <laughs> Paul, Paul brings in. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, no, yeah, I like so, that a lot. So you might not, you know, when you hear that, you're thinking you might not see that the same way again now, will you? No, no, no I absolutely that. won't. I absolutely won't. I'm just thinking of the the tortoises at the in in the title sequence of One Foot in the Grave. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um we're now going to restore the communications to the park turns out there's more raptors um the bit where the raptor comes up through the vent i remember yeah. that being really scary and when i watched it this time i was like oh that looks like a puppet um but it, <laughs> it, it, it still looks all right you know it's kind of like ah, ah. and then the, the bit falls out the bottom and you can see the, the dinosaur fault thing. And, and again, the CGI is exceptional. Yeah. Um, so great. They, get it all, they get it all back online. They chase them through the, the venting um, and they're cornered by the last two. Uh, that's it. But here comes the hero of the piece, the T-Rex. Like Tony Rex. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this is brilliant because the, the, and, and it still looks so good. And and they're they're on like they're, they're biting into it, and it's shaking them off. And and yeah, it's super. They then escape, and the banner falls down over it as it does yeah. the roar when dinosaurs yeah. ruled the earth, yeah. which is actually really fucking cheesy. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't okay. care. They then get out, um, and they're and and they're on the, the the helicopter home, and that's the end of it. And there's 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 birds flying by and i seem to recall in the book as they're flying i'm pretty sure it's pterodactyls flying with them but I, that might be something i i, I haven't gone back i don't have a copy yeah. of the book anymore um no. i haven't gone back to the book um but i will be going back to the book very very soon to see yeah, yeah that was it that's it, and 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 that's that's the movie. But the point I did make was Lex can hack a multi-million-pound system mm -hmm. to get it back on online. She's like twelve, um, yeah, but yeah. it also looked like the virtual reality uh, computer system in Community. I don't know if anybody's seen Community. It looked exactly like that. Um, um, Tim is almost I crushed. Don't for I don't remember that in this film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think, think it's the that, last um, series of Community, the Dean buys a computer system. All right, yeah. I think that um, obviously that what she calls the Unix system. I looked that up and just like, what is that? But um, it's apparently that 
that what they've got on computers actually like a 3D file management browser called Fusion. Yeah. Oh, right. That's what they use to, to replicate what this Unix system is. Because obviously, I, if I was a kid, I'd be like, I don't know. I just take that as face value as what this high tech computer system mm. looks like. But uh, yeah, that's allegedly what it was. What it, they made it out to be. Spared no expense. Thanks, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's still slow um, as hell. Yeah. Um, and, and that's all I've got. That I, I, there's a there's a part of the the movie that has been memed to hell that is dinosaur wrangler such and such in the credits um <laughs> yeah 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 the meme is you had one job, one job yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i've always you know i've always thought that was funny the first time i think i've probably seen that hundreds of times since i'm kind of like i'm out <laughs> <sighs> um what facts have you got to add, guys? Because there's always some at the end. I'm sure. Oh, um, the more the more things that I've picked up from watching, like the like the behind the scenes stuff, really. But I'll just run through a few of them, I suppose. The um, like part of the thing where you know the bones are coming down on Timmy as they come <laughs> collapsing down. That was shot in reverse, so that obviously, weirdly enough, I don't know why that was the case, but they, they, apparently they did that. And the fact that um, the sounds that you hear on that are actually like sounds from a bowling alley for some reason. I don't know what? why. That, they <laughs> Why they would have chosen to turn a bowling ball smashing around, but that's one of the things that they said in the document. Get your bowling here! <laughs> yeah. Lebowski's! Oh, Lebowski! Yeah. Jimmy doesn't uh, call on Shabbos. <laughs> Let me see what else we've got. Um, I think to do with the, um, the T Rex um, model, you know, the animatronic thing uh, with Stan Winston's fantastic creation of that. That was quite a bit of problematic when it came to the rain, the artificial rain that they made, because it soaked up a lot of the fluids that were coming down um, that when it was raining onto it. And so it made it a bit more slow and jerky and cumbersome. So they had to keep <laughs> stopping and like drying it down with like towels or whatever uh, to come and, to make it work. So like, a bit like, you know, with the, how the jaws was a bit of a problematic improvement yeah, in art. Yeah. Not this again. <laughs> Yeah. He don't have much luck, does he, old Spielberg? With, no, uh, no, not with stuff like that. Learned with this one. Um, there's actually some spelling mistakes on, you know, when ne uh, you see Nedry getting the things from the embryos from the, right. the lab. There's um, Stegosaurus is spelt wrong, and also is Tyrannosaurus. It's ty Tyrannosaurus. Is that Done, or is that actually just like no. a mistake? Or? You think people who know about the dinosaurs yeah, know the genetics mm -hmm. are to spell uh, things. That's kind of like something I picked up from that. Um, My favourite dinosaur, was, by the way, was the Stegosaurus. Yeah. I was an odd child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst dinosaur was my favourite. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it was the worst. At least they had the spikes on the tail. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's not as cool as an ankylosaurus, though, is it? It's, been, no, it's, better, than, it's better than my favorite dinosaur. What's that? What's that? My favorite dinosaur was uh, my French teacher called Mrs. Templeton. Man, she was old as balls. <laughs> 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 uh, hang on, let's just go back to clever girl. She's dead now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> anything else to add? No, I think that's. The long and short of it, we've covered most of the points anyway, so I don't know what that takes us up to in terms of oh, actual... 
we ain't finished yet. I've got a couple more. Oh, I missed right. miss right. the Tyrannosaurus stuff. Uh, the Tyrannosaurus stuff, um, I missed. Um, uh, sorry, the ty- Triceratops stuff I missed. Um, mm-hmm. Was that Triceratops is apparently the official state dinosaur of South Dakota. Uh, the one thing I'm learning from this podcast is my American state geography. Uh, late Cretaceous. <laughs> yes, the first time I got it right. Um, and uh, Sarah in Land Before Time uh, was a Tyrannosaurus, which, as I said to my sister this weekend, it used to be uh, her favorite movie as a little girl. Uh, she's uh, about seven years younger than me. Um, the The grimmest most heartbreaking film um, of, of children's film of all time is The Land Before Time. So let me yeah, just yeah. add those. Um, last thing, um, you see in the slideshow at the beginning when they're sat eating dinner, slideshow shows Jurassic, Jurassic Park Europe. Um, and that was the plan that next, after this Jurassic Park worked, there will be a Jurassic Park Europe, which mirrors Disneyland Europe, which all I could think was, hello, Jurassic Park Europe, open for business. Match your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, itchy and scratchy land Europe. Um, John Boy, anything to add? Uh, just one on uh, Nedry's computer. You can see a little window playing in the background, and it's playing Jaws. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, allowed to do it because, uh, obviously, it was a Steven Spielberg film, but he denied yeah. But uh, yeah, it was playing in the background. I'm a little bit disappointed he wasn't watching Duel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just putting it out there. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's the movie. So um, right, me SPs. Uh, how many do you think we got? I would hopefully say over forty. The very least. Well, you, four, you must have had 40 yourself to, to be yeah. so confident. <laughs> True that. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we did. We got over 40. Sean Lev. Woo! Um, indeed. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> if, if, if we're counting each fact for one outfit from the Goonies, I'm going to see where up in the no, high. No, we weren't. That was just oh, one. Oh, uh, well, just one. Low sticks. You, no, no, John, I tell you what. No, no. If, if that's how it is, two. <laughs> there you go. I've added a second. I've added two more. Uh, I'd say high 60s now. John, we finished yeah. above high 60s. Ooh. With a new record. SP Film viewers, you've hooked a couple of brothers up with 70 <laughs> facts. Wow. 70 things we learned from the movie. That's Big round lot. of applause for you guys. That's amazing. Well done. That was good. Well, well played. Jesus, Which, that was uh, that's the best. Yeah, isn't it? Anything we've done previously. <laughs> anything we've done previously. And, that's a fact. and you know what? As pleased as I am with that, I'm gutted we didn't have 30 more. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a remit to meet here, people. A remit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no fact, Spence, no, uh, is what we've done. Um, wow, well fantastic. Um, no, that was good. I, John, I am so pleased. <laughs> I am so yeah, pleased. No, no. It's been a funny old few months, hasn't it, for us yeah, to get really this far. <laughs> um, it really has. Um, so, uh, before I, I do a few plugs and bits and pieces, um, I would love for our guests to do their own plugs. Tell us what you've been doing, where you are, who you are, and what non-dinosaur-related shit you're covering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so 
well, you can check us out on, you know, the, wherever you get your podcasts from normally, you know, the Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most prominent on, actually, yeah. really, for under handle SP Film Viewers or SP underscore Film Viewers if you do struggle to find us just by typing that. Um, we're also on Twitter as well, and we've got a Facebook page as well. Um, in terms of what we've got coming out, Later, it's it's open range of what we've we're covering. We're hoping to do maybe a bit more of maybe what Sophie Sophie has seen and what I haven't seen, perhaps yeah, a bit more. Definitely putting you through the ranks <laughs> a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, don't go to heaven! It is. <laughs> <laughs> or Sophie's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll keep going on through next year in 2021 with um our, our stuff and hopefully another good year and hoping to grow a wider audience as we go along yeah, yeah. Good we, we love what you do we really oh, do um yeah. i i i know you tend to be kind of uh you tend to cover a lot more stuff than we do but you tend to blether a lot less crap <laughs> than me and the big man do and, to, anyway. and that's good that's really good um so I really appreciate that. Um, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, yeah, we, of course, can be found. Um, God, we're all over the shop now, aren't we, John? Uh, yeah. People tend to kind of like what we're doing. Our Facebook seems to be the big thing at the minute, which I, 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 I'm spending a lot of time on. Um, I share a lot of memes, which is <laughs> often nonsense. Um <laughs> I like a meme. Uh, 100 Things Film on Instagram, 100 Things Pod on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook um, at uh, 100 Things Film if you just search in your search bar. Um, like us on all the podcast apps and bits and pieces. Follow us on everything. The important thing is that we get listened by everybody. Share with your film-liking mates and people that want to hear nonsense. Um, but most importantly, give us a review on Apple Podcasts because that seems to be the thing. And go and listen to SP Film Viewers and give them a review. Uh, thank you, thank you, and, you know, we, we've, we've done it because we like them and we want them on. We don't have people on that we don't like, except for Kirsty. We just had her on because it's John's bird. Also my best friend. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but we don't want to be accused of too much nepotism here. Uh, it's already too late. Um, but yeah, look, thank you so much uh, for listening. As January continues, we're going to have, no end more nonsense uh we don't know what's going to be happening this year with lockdowns and whatever yeah, we'll 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 help where we can just keeping it light keeping it fun um yeah give everybody a review give everybody a listen donate to charities do all the important things don't vote for the tories uh you know all this stuff that, <laughs> that matters i do not speak necessarily uh for our guests but uh look thank you so much for uh for continuing to listen um, yeah, thank you so much for joining it's been a pleasure it's been so oh, yeah. been lovely. Yeah. Uh, you guys know so much about dinosaurs and, and, and <laughs> tea and that's not great and what's a clever boy and a clever girl uh, <laughs> which, is, which helped us um, so it just, it just remains uh, for me to say thank you so much John 
Yeah, guys, look, as always, stay safe, watch yourself, and uh, look forward to doing these in 2021 when apparently the uh, this whole coronavirus will be a thing of the past. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. It's been lovely. I've learned so much, which is always why I come on these shows and do these things so that it can help me educate. And obviously now I know a little bit more of what a clever girl and a clever boy is just by looking at dogs. Thank you so much for having us. We've had a fab time. Yeah, and if you're wanting us on any other time, just give us a shout. Um, Paul's really good at finding all the facts. I'm the one that kind of is the goofball, I guess, and learns a little bit on the way. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is Paul's the geek and you're the face of the podcast. We know that already. <laughs> we're, we're fine. We already know that. Yeah. We're right with that. <laughs> he just does all the background work, bless him, and I just show up. I'm really, yeah. really lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's very much like us and John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide what. Paul, thank you so much. Sophie, thank you. Uh, it's been so guys. much fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and listeners, keep listening. America, Canada. Uh, no, no African <laughs> listeners yet. Get, uh, get, get, get your mum in Swaziland listening, please. Uh, <laughs> would be great. Um, Australia, uh, the, uh, the 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 east of Asia seems to be right into us. Couple of Russian listeners, um, loads of New York listeners who will be gutted. I don't talk about New York in this episode. Uh, we we wish you all the best uh, this year. Take care. Please stay safe, and we'll see you next week.